Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach. Now they call me the queen of predictable sales results. Well, because the easy formulas I share create sustainable, predictable results for my clients. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy Show, because this show is all about inspiration not just in demystifying the client getting process known as sales, but also in peering through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's show, I have two guests with me and they each have their own zone of genius. Now for one, it's her ability to make that personal authentic connection with others. And for my other guest, it's his ability to collaborate and co-create with others to help them achieve their desires and purpose. So I am super excited to introduce Monica and Ed Rosenberg. Now Monica and Ed are both certified coaches, speakers and trainers with John Maxwell Incorporated. They have over 50 years of combined experience in coaching, leading, and managing people. And together they help people discover their creativity and develop good habits to deploy purpose in their lives. Now, Ed continues to operate as an IT and scrum manager at a Fortune 50 company. And Monica spent many years as a retail buyer and manager, as well as in full-time ministry. Now, together, they have written 12 workbooks and books and are in the process of writing several more. Monica and Ed both feel like they are doing what they were born to do, coach, write, learn, teach, train, and watch lives be forever changed. Well, welcome, Monica and Ed. I am so excited to have you as my guests today. Hey, we're so excited to be here, Wendy. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And I just love how you're both teaming up, right? You work together as a team right. and you're helping people gain those powerful insights about you know, who they are, what they can become, and it sounds like how to accomplish that. So I can't wait to hear more about this and the great work you're now doing. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So Monica and Ed... I'm curious here, exactly what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you both to start this line of work, this coaching and training and, and speaking and all this great stuff you're doing? Well, very interesting. Um, it starts about 25 years ago. I was taking long walks at lunch and um, I discovered, uh, walked into a library, discovered a book on creativity and said, wow that would really enhance life if I learned more about creativity. And so I began to develop an idea of, of workbooks in creativity. And I developed and kind of just let it slide along many, many years. And then 
about four years ago, we were dating and I was sitting at her kitchen table. I was writing about creativity and she asked me what I was doing. I said, well, I'm writing about creativity and I hope to make it so I can coach people in creativity. She said, I'd like to do that. <laughs> so we got married. Yeah, we got married. <laughs> we joined forces to uh-huh. further this vision of creativity. I love that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really, you know, that pl- that seed was planted many, many, many years ago. And uh, but you didn't just let it dwindle. It continued to germinate and grow and, and maintain its presence in your in your focus, at least in the back of your mind. And then the, Monica came along and kind of put the, the heat in the soil, I guess. And and uh, one thing now has led to the other. So how long have you had your coaching practice, your training, and has your business mission or vision evolved during that time? No, tremendously. We we uh, established it about, what, three years ago, yeah, I think? three and, years. Okay. Yeah, and we were working a lot with, with clients who needed to develop habits from, from a doctor's practice where they would need to learn to be able to do their uh, diabetic checks every day and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And, mm-hmm. and that was fruitful. And that kind of leads into what, how the pandemic changed our stuff too. Actually. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, Ed has an expertise in, in habits and we're both very good at habit formation oh, in yes. our own personal lives. Yeah. And so we saw the need for uh, people to learn how to perform habits. So that's how that developed, that portion of our business developed. And then we um, saw that we wanted people to find out who they are. To make, so, to make use of the habits. To make <laughs> use of the habits. Good habits, right. <laughs> well, let me, okay. let me tell you how the habits actually started. I, I was at work. One of the little sidelines I have at work is to teach a health class. It, it's to help people who are pre-diabetic not become diabetic. Okay. So I would give them all the information and I would talk to them about what they needed to do. And, 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 you and know, this, this was within your corporate work? Yeah, this is within, within the corporate IT? work. Interesting. Yeah, within, okay. Yeah, well, it was with uh, a company that specializes in healthcare, and so they were interested in helping people be healthy. And so I was teaching the class over a number of years, and I realized, wow, unless they learn good habits, they can never do the things they need to do to be healthy. Mm -hmm. So I began to study habits and developed an entire program on that. And I thought, well, this really fits well with the creativity and the habits and then that it's so generic, it can be applied to all kinds of purposes in life. Right, right, right. So it just kind of unfolded naturally, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I love that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way in, in building your, your coaching practice, your training practice? Well, I tell you what, we um, we are both workers. We love to write. We love to produce. And we have been in the production phase, producing all of these books and workbooks, Wendy, for um, for three years. And we, still are. And still are. <laughs> we probably will never um, stop doing that because we love doing that. Um, the major roadblock, block, Wendy, is um, we're we're launching this out 
to, you know, we've got our, as Ed was uh, speaking earlier, we're, we've got a cargo plane loaded, but we're launching off in unfamiliar territory. And uh, which is the sales process. Yeah, I mean, we're they, we're going into the sky, but we're not sure where to land, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I love your analogies there. Now, yeah. you, I hear you right. You're launching an app. Oh, oh no, 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 not, no. Not yet anyway, but but we, we do have a teaching site, which actually oh. it relates to that question about the pandemic, because before the pandemic, we were meeting with people in person at Starbucks and in the home and and we would travel to meet with people and then the pandemic hit and mm -hmm. right there, there went that right, the plane yeah. landed that went away yeah. <laughs> yeah and so we we actually then then we we worked to actually create videos and put them on a teaching site which which mm -hmm. connects with our the roses coaching site yeah yeah, and it's uh, Wendy. Yeah, it's not an app. It's our it's our website, and within our website is our teaching format or teaching. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it sounds like the roadblocks have have mostly been wrapped around the fact that you you know the pandemic pretty much took you out of that interfacing mode, and you had to switch to um, taking your content through online channels. Is that accurate? Yeah, and it actually was a really good benefit, uh, Wendy, because we now, all of our material is um, on video. So it mm -hmm. makes it really accessible to people. So we don't really, we would, we want more one-on-one. -on -one. We want to do more groups and we want to do more face-to-face, -face, but we also have this availability to go international. Right. Yeah. You're, you're not so, limited to however far you can drive or jump on a plane within a, a couple of days. So yeah, that makes it great for you to be able to reach um, a broader sector of people that are really looking for that support. So yeah, I love that. And yeah. obviously, you know, you're both experts at helping people really identify their bigger purpose and exactly how to achieve that. But mm -hmm. I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or the sales part of being in business? I think I heard you mention that just briefly, you know, this, you know, this is a very different skill set, though, based oh, on what your expertise really, is. Yeah. Uh, Do you have any frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business? I kind of compare it to like, I can really coach the team, I can develop the players, how do I recruit them in the first place? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Where's my team? Have, yeah. how, do I, how do I put the team together? Yeah, uh, yeah. and I'm an outgoing uh, person. I've done inside sales and I've been very, very successful. But to go to a, somebody, a stranger's door and knock on the door, it produces within me a, a, a fear of rejection, fear mm -hmm. of failure, uh, I don't experience that in any other aspect of what we do, but to do that, Wendy, is um, unfamiliar territory. It's a little right. scary territory for me. Right, right. Yeah, well, you're definitely not alone in that kind of fear or, you know, kind of wincing about hesitations about wanting to just reach out to people because, you know, it's just one of those things that we all strive to be liked, right? And so... In that process of, oh, well, I just don't want to be, you know, interrupting or I don't want to be perceived this way or that way. We're bringing into that 
story that we're we're creating in our head some things that really aren't serving us, right? So if you'd like, I'd be happy to provide a little bit of insight that will hopefully move the needle for you there. Or yeah. anything can help, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is specific to, you know, that that fear of rejection or that hesitation and, and knowing that you've got something really great and that, you know, you've had firsthand experience with it, supporting people, helping them to develop those healthy habits that, you know, serve a bigger purpose and helping them to create lives that they love. So that that's not the problem, right? You're not worried that what you're reaching out to share with somebody doesn't work, obviously. So the other thing that's going on here is that fear of not being liked, which when you think about it logically, you know, I mean, one of the things that we know is your zone of genius Monica is your ability to connect authentically with people and to just build that relationship naturally. So, so obviously there's, there's a falseness. There's, there's no truth in that fear that you're going to be possibly not liked. So the, the thing, if we peel back the layers here, what typically happens is that you're losing sight of the powerful outcomes of your work and the genuine intention of reaching out. Hmm. And instead you're focused on, oh, I hope they don't think that I'm an interruption or I hope they aren't annoyed by me. So you see how the focus is all on you. And where if we shift the focus to them and seeing them Uh now happy in tune, aligned with their purpose, and they've got the habits to support that now your focus is totally on them. And, mm-hmm. and how does that shift your energy? Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally yeah. different. I'll, I'll yeah. so, so if we just get you out of your focus, okay. you know, put you to the side because you're just the messenger, although you are the facilitator as well. But right, right. now you're just seeing, Hey, you know, you're reaching out to see, Hey, are you this type of person who struggles with that? Because if you are, I might be able to support you in that. And of course, it goes deeper in terms of, okay, now how do we do that in a way that doesn't feel salesy? And that's, of course, you know, deeper work. Right. Um, but just to, the tip of the, the spear here is just shifting your focus off of you and onto the great outcomes that you know you deliver. Wow. So that's pretty brilliant. Um, well, thank you. Hopefully that'll, that'll give you more confidence and feel like, you know, inspired to reach out and make that difference. So yeah, because that is so important. And obviously the work that you do is, is so valuable. And, you know, you had mentioned Ed a little bit earlier in our conversation about the pandemic and I think Monica did as well, but I, you know, I'm curious what impact did the pandemic have on the work that you do besides now you have all your videos in an online format. Is there any other impact? I mean, for me, you know, when I think about the pandemic, boy, did it cause a ripple effect for people, not only with their health concerns, but a wake up call, pretty much stopping people, a lot of people in their tracks because now their routine has been broken up and a lot of questions about what am I doing? And Am I on the, am I really in the line with my purpose and maybe developing some bad habits? Like the refrigerator is 20 feet from me now, you know, <laughs> those kinds of things. So yeah. maybe, you know, can you speak a little bit about 
the impact of the pandemic on the work that you do? Well, uh, for one thing, it, it did move us more into social media marketing. Um, with the addition of more clients, Wendy, I think we can speak to that in a, in a broader way to individuals and groups, uh, the, the results of the pandemic and how it is affecting our clients' lives. I'm, I'm sure that it really, like I said, it created that wake-up call for people in so many different facets of their lives. And just listening to, you know, this great work that you do, it, it just, for me, it's like a light bulb went on. It's like, oh my gosh, I'll bet, you know, the demand has been really increased because of their lives being disrupted a bit. You know, well, so, well, can you, you know, either you or Monica, uh, Ed, or maybe the both of you, you know, just speak a little bit more about, you know, how you do work with people who want to finally discover their creativity and develop the good habits to achieve their purpose in life. Can you share a little about your philosophy or your approach? Oh, very, very much. We, we call it the three D method. <laughs> and okay. You touched upon it a little bit on your introduction that, um, well, it's simply put, it's discover creativity, develop habits, and deploy purpose. Those three things encapsulate what we do in everything from teaching about life and health and, and physical conditioning and even business and financial management, leadership, uh, even spirituality. I mean, just it covers everything those three principles. Um, it starts with the idea, and I think you mentioned it earlier in our pre-talk about how, well, people think of creativity being art, and, mm -hmm. and therefore, they're not creative because they don't do art. Right. Well, I don't paint. I don't sing. No, I don't, you know, so how am I creative? <laughs> yeah, uh, but, uh, but the idea is that everybody is invested with creativity. That's really part there, there, there are two things the robots can't take away. And that's another thing that people are have a low level anxiety about is that pretty soon everything I do will be done by a robot. Mm -hmm. well, can't take away their creativity or their spirituality. Right, they can take right. away most everything else. But right, the action steps, the tasks. Oh, yeah. yeah, all the routines and everything they do. And, and Alexa, turn on the lights, you know, it's just... Right, right. It's just incredible, but 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 everybody is creative, and discovering that is a process, and we know how to do it. It's it's really stunning. The second part is the habits, as I said, how I mentioned how that came about, but <clears throat> that the habits are are really not as hard as people think, and you have the yearly thing we we do in the gym, uh, January first everybody shows up in the gym and they're gone by January the 11th. We call them, we call them resis because the resolution people. Right. And we know we can't get a bike, you know, for that week because they get in there and get the bikes, you know, but they'll be gone. The, just, next week will be fine. Next week will be just okay. But, but we can teach habits. We can teach. It's really not that hard. Mm. And the third thing is purpose. Uh, you know, um, without purpose in life, right. people it's... just fall apart. 
yeah well that gets lost in the mundane and they do becomes numb becomes numb they not only need purpose they need intense purpose Mm -hmm. they need a purpose that's going to get them out of bed in the morning and and drive their day forward Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just like you wendy you are utilizing your creativity here on this program and enlisting people and using your creative insights to help them help Mm -hmm. other people and so you are very creative and you're not drawing or you're not singing or i I totally agree with you i mean that's basically what i do all day is co-create so i totally align with what you're saying i just love that 3d method you know it really like you said i mean it it encompasses everything you know discovery creativity develop the habits to support the good habits and then deploy right deploy purpose right right and apply that same method to every aspect of your life and it's like this oh clarity you know oh now i get it oh now i can do it now i can achieve it (laughs) so we we have incorporated that the 3d method into every single thing that we do our leadership book is developed on those principles the business coaching is on those principles the uh healthy lifestyle is um based on those things and also another thing that we are doing too wendy is that we have a uh we are training coaches to be coaches within the roses coaching so um we do a certification program right right yeah yeah we have a that too, of course. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, I love that because you're, you know, like you said, the application is is so broad and serves so many people in so many different ways. So, well, how can listeners learn more about this great work you're doing? Can you share, uh, like, uh, you know, your website, social platforms? Do you have yeah. any other avenues people can reach you through? Yeah, we, we have therosescoaching.com. Okay. Our website. And then Facebook and um, Instagram and LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. uh, They can give us a call. The number is on the website, but it's 502-609-4542. That's (laughs) 502-609-4542. Call now. <laughs> See, Ed, you can sell. <laughs> we'll double uh, it. All right. So the ro- the roses coaching.com, correct? Correct. Okay. And then we can also follow you on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Yes. All right. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Monica and Ed, you've already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here through your conversation. But if I could tap on you one last time, uh, in looking at your own experience in building your business, what's some advice that you can share with a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? And let me okay. guess, it comes down to three Ds, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's this three Ds. See, I've learned. I've learned. <laughs> well, one one thing I I want to I want to say about what I conceive the business is that we cannot fail. We're not going to fail. That's not an option. And that might take different avenues. That uh-huh. might take different. We, we might change. We might have to adjust. We might have to do other things, but what we what we want to do is so important that we're not going to fail at it. 
Yeah, we're going to keep on. And um, for the people that, um, and a lot of times, I think, Wendy, that when people aren't successful in selling it, they kind of get discouraged. And sometimes in social media marketing, I'm like, oh, I can't do it again with no, you know, with it getting five likes. But, you know, and that's what you just keep on doing. Keep on plugging at it. Keep on. Yeah. So I love that. This just really hold what I'm hearing you say is to just hold on to the concept that you cannot fail. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. That's huge. That's huge. Just Mm -hmm. just like that is the rock. You cannot fail. Just keep adjusting, realigning moving forward, keeping your ears open, your eyes open and know that you can't fail. That's huge. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is very inspirational. I know that it'll be the perfect thing for a lot of people to hear. So, so thank you for that. Yeah. And you know, Monica and Ed, it's just been so great hearing about your journey, Ed from 25 years ago, uh, taking a long walk on, I think it was your lunch break, maybe, and lunch discovered break. this book on creativity. It just like jumped out of the, off the shelf into your hand. Well, sort of, <laughs> and oh, obviously is. had this, this beaming factor that brought you to it and took it off the shelf. And it was like, wow, creativity. And it was just that spark. It planted that spark within you. And it's like, this is important. This is, this is good stuff. And it, yeah. it kind of gestated, it percolated, it, it grew, it, it interwove in your thinking and your presence. And, and then along came Monica and you were doing a little work in your workbook. And what's that? What are you doing? Well, I want to do that. And boom, now, you know, a year later, you launched into your coaching practice. And now this impactful work you're both doing as certified coaches, speakers, and trainers with John Maxwell really helping people to discover their creativity and develop those good habits to deploy purpose in their lives. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. I just want to thank you so much for being guests on my show today. Thank you so Uh, much. Wendy, we thank you. I think you're brilliant and um, very creative. And so we thank you so much for this time. Oh, absolutely. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Monica and Ed Rosenberg through their website, which is theroosescoaching.com. And be sure to follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. All right. Well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Monica and Ed Rosenberg. And as always, here's to your success.